welcome to Dream Buddies, a podcast about following your dreams, but also the future vanguards of American fascism. And this week, woo! <laughs> this time, uh, also uh, Kieran's um, food poisoning issues. <laughs> mm, yes, I have a I have a packet of uh, uh, an individual packet of kettle chips that I nice. had to go to the specialist Irish store to get. Uh, my stomach says no no but my stomach also says yes yes because <laughs> i don't know where else that other feeling would be coming from <laughs> yeah no i hate that i hate that feeling where you're like i'm still not well but like i have the urge to eat and it might just make things mm. worse temporarily but it's a long-term yeah. good plan yeah i've been assured by my stomach <laughs> <laughs> like he's the he's the brains of the operation not like that brain i have yeah exactly it's just like when you go to a meeting and someone's like our team can handle more work and you're like that's not true <laughs> <But> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> fuck you but here is yes here's some stuff <laughs> it's a that's a classic management joke for you there um so uh it's been a while um it has been so uh going back to what uh i believe last time the only thing i remember saying i was going to do was i was going to watch the boys which i have not done (laughs) so yeah this i think we were to talk about like some cancel stuff that happened or like yeah but before that because that might be depressing um how are you how are your how are your dreams going have you run any run any comics with your lavish free time uh the fun the fun fact is i have not been having a lot of free time um but i did manage to do some comic work actually oh nice not last night the night before which was good um a real problem i've always had uh with this kind of stuff is i'm re- i feel like i'm really terrible at writing short stories mm. every like concept i come up with is just like not a short story i like mm. i like worlds i like long sprawling narratives like for all my complaints of like you know uh, uh mid 2000s era like anime like naruto and bleach and how they just went on forever or like one piece which is still going um <laughs> i think it's like on 900 like the 900th episode or something like that oh, it's no. like insane yeah um but like they did kind of make these like incre- there's something to be said about like making these worlds and lores that can actually keep your attention for that amount of time or at least can keep some people's attention for that amount of time yeah and even though i complain about that shit i do like find myself you know moving towards that but uh the other day i actually did get decent inspiration to come up with a short story nice that i actually happy with and i think because like you know you want to make comics and you're just like okay they always tell you like if you really want to get started with making comics just like do something short first because you'll feel accomplished you'll get it done Mm -hmm. um you probably have like a big big grand idea but Mm -hmm. if you try to do that that's actually going to be like really demotivating yeah um yeah so i have a short story idea that i think i can actually do which will be fun that's awesome are you basically done writing the writing for it is kind of like the like the kind of script planning as opposed to like the comic stuff yeah i've done the beats and mm. i've done some uh sketches i've also been nice. trying to figure out methodology mm. um like for for drawing i think i like 
I think I've come to the conclusion that I like penciling in real life mm. and inking digitally. Yep. Um, and scanning it rather than I tried doing for a bit there like the whole process on the computer, but like, yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, wasn't as happy with it. I feel like the biggest advantage of it as well is that like, um, it ties you to your computer for the whole thing, and I think yeah. considering you know. Well, we both have jobs where we spend all of our time at our computer. Yep. It means that you don't get up if you, like, start working on... Yeah. It, like, as in, you're kind of like, oh, cool, I'm going to take a break and do some work on my, like, you know, side thing. That also involves me sitting in this exact spot, in this exact posture. Mm. So, maybe no. So, I think you need to figure out... I think it is important to figure out ways to, like, break it up, which is yeah. is tricky with a lot of these things. I think for comics, it makes a lot of sense, penciling at least yeah a friend of mine uh, um i would say recently got like a uh, like a first mm-hmm. f- like not first but like a full-time like stare in front of a computer all day kind of job yeah like full-time uh after he like after he's basically started like doing more hobbies on the computer yeah. um <laughs> in his downtime yeah but like this is the first time that he's like tried doing both and he's like talking to me and he's like i don't know how to do it i just keep sending the meme of like uh, i can't wait to i can't wait to leave work and stop staring at the bad screen so i can go home and stare <laughs> at the good screen <laughs> i was like i think it was the the episode where george clooney was in friends and he's a gynecologist <laughs> and then i forget it's either rachel or monica's <laughs> yeah. trying to date him and there he's just like rachel yeah yeah, yeah. so when you get home from work is your thought, I never want to see another cup of coffee. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that vibe with, yeah, computers. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I work from these all day and most of my work, it's not even sort of optional. I've tried to make some of it not like sitting on a desk based. It's just like very difficult. Mm. <laughs> no, it can't be done. Can't be done. No. How are your dreams going? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have, I have a bit Speaking of a... Of- well yes it's been a while so basically like i've done i've done like quite a bit of stuff but i've definitely realized the project that we're working on um me and my like uh you know studio buddy um Hmm. basically it was an idea i had that effectively was going to be like a walking simulator style game but you happen to be on a boat, and I had an idea for a plot that was also quite small, had very few characters. Hmm. However, the, <laughs> yeah, the, like, the problem with it is that, like, once you're outside, suddenly the scope of, like, the stuff that needs to be done becomes quite large. <laughs> mm. Unless you're, I think you probably have to be quite an experienced designer to do something like, like, hearing, like, the Firewatch people talking about like their original game loops and stuff and like how how closed in you actually are and how like few places there are to walk to and that was very much not how we approached it and it's not like a it's not a problem per se but it's definitely like delayed every made everything a lot slower than it needed to be um and i feel like i accidentally created like a really a really bad scope but try managed to convince myself and other people that it was a really small scope, but actually it was quite big, uh, which is problematic mm. because I was really hoping to do it in like six months, and it's been uh, 
it's I think we started working on it this time last year and obviously like with pandemic and like we have full-time jobs and stuff mm. uh and I'm like towards the end of my PhD so it's quite like rough <laughs> free time uh times but like that was kind of the point was I was like we'll do this because I think it'll be short and we'll be done with it pretty quickly and there's still like a lot of work to do like pretty much all the systems are there but a lot of the content isn't there and a lot of the content is like mm. more it's become more work than we thought because ideas we had along the way to make things easier to do have not panned out to make it easier to do and that has created like this like mystery work that didn't appear like it was there so like i'm doing like so one of the things on my list <laughs> this evening is to make some idle animations for some <laughs> of the npcs and originally I was mm. like, I've made one model that all the NPCs are based on. So they they all have the same skeleton. That's just scale differently. And they have different, like, features on them. However, <laughs> I rigged the... I didn't rig the head properly. So the head doesn't turn well. On top of that, I did the hair in such a way that... Basically, like, from an animation perspective... Like, if I were to re-rig the original skeleton and put that skeleton on everyone, the hair wouldn't turn with mm. the head properly. And there's no easy way to fix that. So actually, the easiest thing to do now, instead of starting, you have to start over to make it actually a modular system, is to just separately animate all of the NPCs, which is something I had, like, explicitly oh. tried to avoid doing, because I was like, I did yeah. a lot of effort to make this, like, good base model to use as a placeholder that I could just, like, mm-hmm. throw things into. I'm like, oh, well, this has actually worked out that I need to... I need to animate, like, five people instead of one, which is what I wanted to do. <laughs> which is then everyone could have <laughs> very similar idle animations that I could tweak, whereas now I need to make yeah several separate idle animations. Even if I have a starting point for all of them, it's still, like, a lot more work than I, than I intended, which is just... Oh, it's just, of course. It's a bit de- demotivating, because... Uh, it's very much a oh I thought I'd be done with this by now and like obviously if it was delayed by a few months that's one thing but it's like oh the like list of tickets has got it just continues to get longer it's not like getting shorter Mm. um it's just it just sucks because I wish if I had more if I have more time for it so much of the stuff is really like easy to do and I have plans for most of it it's just like uh getting the motivation after you know a full day of looking at the bad computer to look, to look at the good mm-hmm. computer, <laughs> which is just a bit. You yeah. need to. I'm trying to look for look for jobs in the meantime because I need a job when I right. finish my PhD. So it's like many layers of alternative stress. It's it's not great. That's so good. Yeah. It's, it's no bueno. It's no bueno. So yeah. As, uh, as, have you tried being bueno? <laughs> yeah. So I tried watching some Dora the Explorer, and she had a lot oh, of suggestions really? for me. No, not really. <laughs> oh right, oh, we're on the Bueno chat. I see. Yeah, I see yeah, where yeah. the joke is coming from. I can no, I can totally see how Dora the Explorer would be like relaxing. As, oh yeah, like, an for adult. sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, can you see where the pelican is? Like, yes, yes. This is so. This is so much easier than my job. <laughs> that is one. That is one tick in the bag. Thanks, Dora. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm nailing this. <laughs> one thing I have been doing to relax, which is actually really, really good, which I would recommend, is. Do you remember the Marble Machine guy, v- Wintergarten? Do you know that like big thing? He had like a crank wheel and I played a really good song. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So basically, he's making a modular <laughs> version of that <laughs> called the Marble Machine yeah. X, 
which is going to be completely reprogrammable oh, yeah. and like you can take it he's going to be able to take it apart and bring it on tour it's going to be a whole thing uh and that it's also very funny because he's basically been doing this for years and every year he's like mm. this year we're going to finish the bar machine x but he's now at the point where he's actually ordering like machined parts that are like the final parts and he's like if this part doesn't work that's it the project's de- dead and he's now just doing like full day live streams where he films himself putting bits together because he's ordered like okay say he needs to put together like a double like a dozen marble release mechanisms that he's designed so mm-hmm. he has like each of them has 20 parts need to be welded together so it's just like hours of him welding and chatting it's very funny <laughs> that's very relaxing because you're just like buddy i feel you that's you've t- you've taken on quite a lot of a lot of work <laughs> yeah that's fair that is fair um that was something I've been meaning to get into, but I, I never got a chance. Um, I guess there's still time. <laughs> uh, when sports when sports stopped for ages, mm. uh, like a bunch of people got into like a bunch of things that could still happen. Yeah. Uh, even though it was just like, I don't know. I, I always thought like, okay, you're a massive football fan. I thought you would just like, you'd be like ride or die for football, but actually yeah. you just need like sports, yeah. which I found very interesting. Uh, lots of people got into like, um competitive marble racing nice. and things like that yeah have you have you seen that shit on twitch where like they they have like the the incredible like rigs for like just racing marbles no but maybe i should this sounds like yeah sounds pretty good <laughs> yeah it's uh it, it looks pretty good and like it, it, they just they they do try to have it set up in such a way that like every every marble is starting from like a fair like Fair starting point from yeah. the same position yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. so uh yeah but uh, i need to get into that i feel like yeah i think if you get into that that's a good yeah. shout i got into for a long time like competitive age of empires 2 <laughs> which mm. is has become an increasingly big scene be- again because it's just like well this is like sports and if you used to play the game you can roughly understand what's going on it's the high level play is quite complicated to watch but like i think you can get into it and there's like teams and everything it's pretty good uh but i think yeah esports still happens but sports is back now haven't you heard sports is back sports is back uh kind of yeah but like i think people needed something the itch was being scratched in the like i guess it was this point last year mm. when like sports stuff was really banned it had to not be like esports sports yeah yeah it yeah. had to be like something else there had to be some level of physicality to it mm. for people to watch and like the the racing marbles was apparently enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not something more real i want to watch this mar- marble game yeah exactly <laughs> um that's pretty funny yeah cool so uh, like so um, it sounds like your dreams are going very well that's great there yeah and i'm gonna check up on you next time and be like where's that short story you're on i expected to read it already (laughs) (laughs) i did but i did it on my desk by yeah Eh. i'm your cruel taskmaster i'm still figuring actually that is something i'm still trying to figure out is best ways to like do script writing for comics um oh yeah 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 we should re-talk about that at some point because you were gonna try out some tools and i can't remember if you actually tried them or not but you were like we're looking into it mm. yes yeah, so i was but yeah uh, uh i have a do we have time for a topic yeah 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 yeah, yeah okay yeah, we time. okay we could talk for like <laughs> 20 more minutes that's fine okay interesting 
Um, I, I, I guess I have an interesting kind of topic, which is two things happened. Mm. One like thing happened ages ago, which I found very interesting. And then like one other thing happened quite recently. Mm. That, like, got me thinking about it again. So the thing ages ago, for anyone who doesn't know, is uh, Dan Avedan of Game Grumps got cancelled. Mm. And much like everyone who's been cancelled, it means materially nothing. Mm. Um, you know, Bill Cosby just got let out of prison there or whatever. So, yeah, can we, um, can we, can we, can we talk about that? That's like the most bullshit thing I've ever, like, I, like yeah. as in... That really shocked me because I was like, oh, I'm sure it's some like, you know, complicated legal reason. And then I read it. I was like, I read the like the explanations. Verdict. For very space. Mm. I was just like, that's just the most batshit thing where it's like the previous prosecutor at, from like the early 2000s when mm. the rape actually happened was like, oh, we don't yep. think we have enough evidence so we're not prosecuting this. And because he made a press conference, the Cosby people were like, that's a legal like contract like a verbal contract that you're not going to prosecute him and therefore the state can never prosecute him for this crime and you're like what but even if more what? evidence appears <laughs> that's insane or like what do you mean by this crime like this specific crime or this type of crime is he just like immune from a type of crime now <laughs> well so the thing is basically my understanding is most of the other people who have come forward since all mm. all of their cases were out of the um statute of limitations which the idea of the statute of limitations for like a violent assault is insane like re- realistically because yeah. like especially like this kind of thing where you're like but you drugged people and raped them it's not it's not a you know it's, a, it's yeah. really fucked that they would be like Oh, this this is the kind of technicality that people can get off. It's just like, come on, we all know he did it. He's basically admitted to doing it. He just doesn't consider yeah. it a problem, which is yeah, is very different to him like denying it ever happened. He's like, it basically happened. I just have like some details I disagree on. You're like, that's really fucked. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Dan Avedon, <laughs> Dan Avedon of Game Grumps. Um, so the the thing that came out, it's worth pointing out that okay. He looks very young, but he he's actually like over forty. So I think he's for, actually. What? Well, one second. Remind remind people what Game Grumps is because. Oh, that that's a very good one. Okay, great. Game Grumps is huge, so I do feel like I could probably just like get away with not giving a definition. But it's it's a it's a let's play channel. Yeah. On YouTube, uh, that's the best way to describe it. Started by uh, uh, the one the one who kind of controls the whole thing, as far as I know is uh aaron who mm. i've forgotten his last name uh aaron hansen yeah that's it who is better known as ego raptor online he's like an early Newgrounds animator mm. um he's like a I, w- I would argue he's like a very good example of an internet success story to be perfectly honest because like he started animation and Newgrounds and all this shit because he wanted to be a voice actor and now he is a voice actor for like Cartoon Network and Adult Swim and shit like that yeah, and video yeah, games. Yeah. And he was in that weird yeah. YouTube uh, red TV show about esports. <laughs> yeah, him and Dan Avedon that was oh, right. made by, oh, by the Dan Harmon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it was a Game Grumps tie-in tie- YouTube red stuff still weirds me out. It feels 
very wrong i don't know in some way i feel like the whole there's something there has always been something about youtube and it's the same thing i feel about podcasting i feel it's more with podcasting nowadays that there's something like punk about it it is very kind of like diy uh to a certain extent and i feel like youtube red just exists to like get rid of that <laughs> or like yeah. get rid of any illusions of that yeah it's like um, it's like um in in the same way that like luminary and like the, the people who are trying to like properly monetize podcasts in a way that like obviously if you're like mm. traditional media and you're making a podcast that's like an addition to your like the bbc makes a podcast i'm like well this is like just an extra thing you're making and like if you need to make money yeah. off it that's fine because it's you know it's your you're replacing a different money stream with this but if you're like trying to make a new venture of podcast you're like i don't think this is a good idea man <laughs> no no you've missed you've kind of missed the point i feel like yeah or at least it, it yeah well um yeah. yeah anyway uh um dan avadan is the second of the game grumps i guess because like it's it, it, through like researching all this i i've kind of learned that like aaron hansen is the uh um the brain controlling behind it yeah yeah he's the controlling share of it as a company they've managed to spin this off into like uh, their studio is like a co-working space. Mm. Um, some video games have come out of it, which I'm like, that seems like a decent use of like ridiculous YouTube money that you're getting from your like yeah. Let's Play channel. Like, yeah, because like um, you know they, they've the opportunity to like make things that otherwise just wouldn't get made because a lot of like they're kind of like tongue they're jokes or like they're jokey jokier games that'd be hard to mm. pitch people so, like they made like dream daddy was one of was one of the ones that came out of the dream daddies i think is the is the big one yeah is the big yeah. one i was it's the kind of thing where you'd be like oh that's actually very funny and it needs to be executed okay. like this if you did anything else with it yeah it wouldn't have worked <laughs> mm-hmm. um but like yeah, I I then went exploring into like the history of various scandals mm. uh, around Game Grumps and stuff like that. They've they they've fucked up some promotional things. Mm. There's people complaining that like oh they haven't played video games that they said they were going to play or blah blah blah. And I'm just like okay, that's just like these people not doing exactly what you want them to do. I don't really think that's a scandal. No. Um, yeah, there's some allegations that like for example dream daddies um or like how they've worked on video games in the past has been like kind of abusive Mm. and that dream daddies wokeness was very like cynical and calculated um yeah 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 yeah, right yeah it does seem that it's gotten to the position now that Aaron Hansen is just like burning bridges of like a lot of people that he like came from the same space as he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like Newgrounds. Famous example is like the Irish one, Chris O'Neill, who goes by Oni, I think has just like said a lot of shit about like uh, Aaron Hansen has basically just like fucked over everyone now. Um but yeah, I, I don't know how much... That's just like hearsay. Mm. The stuff with Dan Avedon, though, is that like... Like I said, he's quite a young-looking guy. He was brought in after the original other game, Grump, left. Um, who was John Tron? John... 
something forgotten his last name john nazi i believe his name was and john nazi yes uh we'll talk about him briefly i guess the uh uh, but like dan abaddon is 40 something he comes from like an improv background he i thought he was very funny and i really enjoyed game grumps when he was on it and stuff like that but like Mm. Yeah, it, it turns out he was, like, grooming people, some of whom are, like, legally underage. Yeah. Uh, or at the time of first contact were. Yeah. Um, he would, like, take them to hotel rooms at convention centers when Game Grumps was performing and stuff like that. Mm. There's... For anyone who's interested in the details of this, in some place that I kind of poured over uh, uh, a lot of the texts, is there is a space called Rant Grumps, on reddit which is just people complaining about game grumps and um, most of those complaints are just like petty like i wish they would stop doing this kind of content in favor of that kind yeah. of content bullshit but like uh but there is some like stuff i think the most upvoted stuff or like pinned stuff is like full list of like actual scandals right yeah 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 this has happened a few times and... of like video game adjacent like youtube things where effectively it was like someone making it in their bedroom and then like it became popular and then you're like well see mm. this person hasn't like ever had to answer to any anyone ever they've effectively just yeah. by themselves made this thing that's become successful and aren't used to getting i've, I've gone from no zero attention to a lot of attention and yeah. turned out not to be like tr- trustworthy with the attention they were getting um or kind of thought of themselves more as like their fans still like they identified with whoever was like watching their stuff which often turned out to be like teens yeah yeah of course like yeah it definitely skews younger because to like i think it's worth pointing out that like game crumbs puts out god something like i i think something like 30 minutes of youtube like youtube videos like three 10 minute long videos a day yeah um (laughs) like that yeah they they are cranking out content and to be like a loyal fan and watching everything that they put out means you have a lot of free time um yeah the i think the thing i find most interesting about it is like particularly dan like uh dan is one thing i think dan went from like getting a lot of attention Mm. and yeah but then the thing i find very interesting is aaron hansen because aaron hansen was always kind of First, he didn't get a lot of attention all of a sudden. Mm. Like, Aaron Hansen has been doing this for a very, very for long, long time. time. Yeah. Like, before, before YouTube was a thing, um, based on his personal life, he always seemed somewhat down to earth. Mm. Um, his wife is basically the first girlfriend he ever had, and he had her before he ever became, like in any way recognizable online yeah uh, he's had part-time jobs he's like he he's a dropout from high school and he's like worked as like washing dishes and shit like that so yeah um yeah he has a he has i think a different understanding than like people who maybe grew up when like you know uh when you started doing this stuff youtube is already established you know what youtube is you know what yeah. becoming a youtuber can do for you yeah um yeah it's like a, it's a different kind of vibe which is also why i think maybe aaron's a bit more like business savvy and mm. knows to keep kind of quiet about certain things and blah 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 but the um and it's also worth pointing out that like dan avanan was brought on to replace uh john tron who 
moved to New York, and I think that's the official reason why he left. However, mm-hmm. um, they kind of stopped working, and I think it's probably because he's a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, I suspect they didn't. Didn't this? Well, this is yeah. This is the thing about like um, uh, stuff like you know people saying like oh like the 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 stuff in Dream Daddy being cynical, and you're like, well, like there's no amount of being like. Oh, was it like they were doing it extra, both because they thought it was funny and both and because they thought it was cynical? That's very different to like they encounter a lot of people who like probably like like John Tron, who they're like, no, we like just because we think this is like funny to be cynical about this doesn't mean that we think it's like inherently bad. Whereas he would be like, that's inherently inherently bad. Just yeah, kind of like, like it, it's like it's 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 a different it's a different thing to be like you know. Uh, making fun of like quote unquote w- like people being too woke or whatever. If you're yeah. like, but abstention, I I also agree with them. Uh, like I agree with you. If you're mm. like on 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 board with this, even though I'm sort of making fun of it, I'm not making fun of it in a and you're wrong way. Whereas you yeah, know, when John Tron made comments, it was cer- it was certainly on, on, under the guise of like these woke people are like pricks and like they're wrong about everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he he's like uh, for anyone who doesn't know, John Trump was revealed after he left Game Grumps, like a, a, a almost a year after, to be like a new alt right mm. anti SJW type. I, I think this is like the first time I'd ever heard of like Destiny, the like Twitch debater, mm. is when he had John Tron on, kept asking John Tron about immigration, and in a very telling uh, uh, moment, John Tron kept talking about Black Americans, and I was like, no, we're talking about immigration wait do you not see black americans as americans yeah yeah and it is also worth pointing out that there is leaked audio from a game grumps q a like at a convention mm. where someone in the crowd asks uh would you ever consider work this is after all this stuff came out mm. would you ever consider working with john tron again and uh aaron just went like no and um dan avidan who replaced him and is jewish was like haha definitely not yeah. uh <laughs> so like they're very aware of this and i i, I think there was yeah something behind that yeah right. but Definitely like didn't want to be like oh john's no. gonna, like as in oh but this is the thing is he he may have never made like really racist comments to Aaron, he might have made like slightly racist comment to Aaron, and then Aaron was like, "I'm mm. Mm, no, that's you know, let's not do this anymore." Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, but like this is yeah, this is the thing is like it's yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's disappointing when I, I imagine yeah, for course. for you uh, people that you were like were fa- uh, or, or like at least were previously a fan I did of. watch it. Yeah, um, yeah, I did watch it because it was. I watched it a lot when uh, 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 my wife used to work nights mm. and it would just be something to like put on the TV while I was like dicking about yeah. on like the computer or something because they are unfortunately funny people and I, I think they're good at making like very dumb like jokes but still funny mm. and the the thing that, I, that got me really thinking about it though was... I don't know if you saw the stuff with Steven Crowder this last week. Um, uh, wait, there's always something with Steven. 
Stephen Crider. Um, yeah, right. Was it the was it the him avoiding Sam Cedar thing? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, to give to give the yeah to give the context of that situation of just like Stephen Crowder agreed to a debate with like H three H three, which is a huge channel yeah, has a I big following. I, I, I don't get that it. Channel is popular. No, it's very confusing. Yeah, 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 but still, um, they're a whole thing. And so when he agreed to debate H three H three. Uh, H3H3 was like you know you said it yourself Steven I'm not like a political person so I brought on Sam Cedar <laughs> and Sam Cedar kind of like snuck onto the yeah, Zoom call like, and there's uh, like this yeah and lots of stuff got like revealed basically through this interaction that like one uh, Steven Crowder's manager is his dad mm. um, Steven Crowder is like weirdly afraid or paranoid about Sam Cedar for whatever reason um because he does seem to like watch when Sam Cedar is live. Like Sam Cedar had to put out like a fake, <laughs> uh, a, a pre-recorded majority report. That's very funny. so because uh, the H three H three guys were like, he keeps canceling on us mm. w- as soon as your majority report stream ends, mm. uh, and will only agree to like to ba- come on the show at the same time majority report is happening. Basically, like at the two o'clock Eastern time or whatever. Um, but like Steven Crowder has to do this like huge image control thing of like, no, I'm actually tough. I'm not afraid of anyone. There's like a lot of fake bravado around this. Right. Yeah. In a way that's just like very transparently, like for anyone who's like not bought into like Steven Crowder is very transparently like, I don't know, like fake, obviously like no one has that much bravado. Everyone has their vulnerabilities. Mm. Um, You can't pretend you don't have any vulnerabilities. Yeah. And, um, and the whole thing kind of just kind of gets me back to my biggest like concern and like thoughts about YouTube, which is how does it end? Mm. Like, how do you retire? What does the end of this look like? Like, the reason why I find Aaron Hansen so fascinating is because, like... Well, no, he's actually using his YouTube shit to go into something more conventional. Yeah, effectively, like he, going could ret- he, into- he could stop doing grain grums at some point and just be the person who runs this, like, creative investment Startup space. space. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah, or yeah. or he still voice acts. Yeah. Like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whereas most people don't have, like, a lateral thing to move into. A lot of people run, like... Mm popular youtube things and it's it, yeah, i think yeah, you're yeah. right it's very like as in steven crowder is a weird example because he does like a as a daily or something like show which i mean like yep there's the, there's the, there's an amount of people you need to watch that for that to be viable and there's like a very clear tipping yep. point at which that becomes unviable very quickly whereas i think the people who make like videos every like month or two um and then they get a lot of views and money is like you know that you've gotten like a lot of money for your next video like um i think it's like do you remember cgp gray the like <laughs> educational oh, yeah, yeah. youtuber his patreon is like 20 grand a video or something so it's like he has Jesus. the money up front for his next video and that's kind of like a yeah, going yeah. concern where but and he can decide to retire and figure something else out if, at, in advance of doing that whereas if you're like steven Ch- mm. Crider any day it could be like the day 
like you do something stupid on your everyday stream and there's no backup to that there's no like health insurance which you mm. need in america i'm sure he has but there's like yeah. a like it's all dependent on like him as a personality there's no structure around it and it could all like crumble no, very suddenly no. due to like a lawsuit or something you know <laughs> the thing yeah well, the big deal I he made the... when like youtube took off his uh monetization it's like yeah yes. shit that's yeah, because like it, you can usually tell the daily ones, mm. this game crumbs included, are working in the uh, the the parameters of like YouTube's AdSense algorithm. Yeah, kind of thing. Like the reason why things like CGP Grey or Kurtz Gazette or like whatever, like even animators, people who just like make monthly videos, like mm. they all move to Patreon because yeah, yeah, it's not the viable. algorithm like. Yeah. Again, something Aaron Hansen has talked about because like, he used to be an animator on YouTube and he's just like, it's not profitable to do that anymore. No, because he made like five minute animations and realistically... Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the algorithm drove people away from that. Which I think YouTube just like have tweaked it so that's less the case now because they were like, actually, it's not good to have just daily talk shows, really, because that's not what actually drives people to it yeah. unless you're already a fan. It's very difficult to get a new person into a daily talk show they're going to watch every day. Yeah. Like... But, but like, I'll, yeah. Sorry, you go on. I just know a lot of like people who were kind of like again from that Newgrounds animation scene who then all kind of eventually moved to YouTube or yeah. just like uploaded their stuff to YouTube as well. Uh, and a lot of them were just like, "Yeah, I just live streamed the process of making the cartoon. Yeah, and that gets me more money than cartoon. actually releasing the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You're like, it's fine, it's sustainable, but like, it's kind of fucked." <laughs> What so? What's happened with the Game Grumps guy? Is he like off Game Grumps? Are they taking a break? Nothing. Is nothing happened? No, nothing's nothing, happened. Nothing's yeah, happened. Man, that's nothing's happened. Uh, um, yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, um, I think we can save the other yeah, one for next it, it, time it, <laughs> because I think more will happen with it. The uh... yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's it's something to come back to. But I, I guess my basic question. Of all this is like how does this end yeah like, what does the like, ending youtube look like yeah i think you're very right because i think from the perspective of dream buddies the the two things like we're focused on which is me making like in, indie games in my spare time and you making comics it's very much more the this one-off thing and then like how that goes determines like maybe, maybe yeah. helps determine the next thing you work on or like but it's very much like silo then thing silo then thing and it's very clear to see how you could, like, just stop doing that. But, like, how do you stop doing Game Grumps if you're the second guy on Game Grumps? <laughs> what do you... Like, yeah. you need to have diversified your job effectively. Or if you're Steven Crowder, or, like, any of... Like, if you... Like, I don't... No, I don't know what Sam Cedar's, like, employment status is. Again, again like, uh, Sam Cedar is also, like, a voice actor. He's on Bob's Burgers or something. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. This is yeah. the... I mean... I, th- I think it's the, it's the thing... It's not. It's it's also just like not the format. It's the way Stephen Crowder is just like has to constantly betray himself as always winning, always right. Yeah, that's like true. undefeated. And then like at a certain point, it's going to become so aggressively obvious that you've been defeated. Yeah, like this channel will have to end. There is no like. Whereas I feel like the majority reports going to have like this kind of graceful. It's like this is our last episode. You know, it was fun yeah, while lasted. Blah blah blah. Like yeah yeah i see your i see your point um, about yeah something like student creditors where it's like either has to be constantly escalated which is not sustainable or like 
you have to like keep reframing it and mm. again back to like my point of like it is hard to get new people into like a daily thing if you're not already invested in it realistically yeah. because there is now a lot of competition whereas like obviously Stephen Crowder wasn't like the first person to do what he does but um a lot of people who watch it would have been watching it for a long time and yeah, yeah. it's it becomes more and more difficult to get new people on board if you do that kind of format um but sure i don't think it will i think he'll just become a weird <laughs> like it's like my like he's my like Annapolis now like shows up on random message boards and just been like saying like crazy shit i think he's just yeah he's <laughs> trying to like, off the deep end i don't know it's yeah He's he's trying to do like and like gay conversion therapy stuff now. Mm. They'll find yeah. a grift, like another thing that's just semi-related. They'll have to they'll come up with some product or something. It depends how much money yeah. they have. He's bank. Who's bankrupt? As far as I understand, My- though, he's he's bankrupt. Oh, yeah, Milo is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he lots yeah. of things. He'll find some something to keep trucking on. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I mean, like if Tiger King taught taught us anything you'll um, keep trying to figure out the next thing to just keep yourself barely afloat until you eventually have to have someone killed. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think this is like something I want to come back to because it's also just like, this is something I can see happening to Milo. It's something like it has happened to Milo. Something I can see happening to Stephen Crowder, but for whatever reason, I can't see it happening to like Ben Shapiro. Yeah, but he is like, he sells books and stuff that make money. Is the thing. I think that's yeah, the, exactly. The difference is yeah, he's yeah. something else that brings in the money. It's like when you're reliant on, when you're reliant on like a platform, which I think is one of the problems of like platform capitalism. Yeah, that, yeah. It'd be very hard to like transition away from that completely. And that's kind of the idea of stuff like Patreon and stuff is to like semi-insulate yourself from that. But I mean, that can only work work so much, really. But then, not, yeah, uh, but then you're, been, but then you're dependent on Patreon, so... <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, again, thank God this podcast isn't uh, intended to do well. No, exactly. It's intended yeah, to forward, a, forward dreams. A, it's a dreams orientated yeah. podcast. But ultimately, the podcast is deemed a failure. <laughs> yeah, but that's the goal of the podcast. We sacrifice the podcast for our dreams. Yeah, so what I'm saying is, like, Stephen Crowder has to actually be winning to be winning. By the, by the framing I've given us... The more we, the lead, mm. the less successful and work the podcast is, the more we're winning. So therefore, we're always winning. Thank you. This is nice. my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we plan to do these more frequently, and yes. next time there's another cancellation we want to talk about, which is uh, the impending implosion of Virgil Texas, who once oh, yeah. Kieran introduced me to people as. This is Hugh. He has a really Virgil Texas vibe, which in retrospect was very offensive. (laughs) (laughs) But at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. I still think he's the funniest Chapo member, but unfortunately, uh, yeah. Well, we'll we'll talk about that. I mean, uh, who knows what the deal is. Uh, Yeah. He's a David Byrne fan, and that's... Is that that all that matters? No. (laughs) So... Emphatically, no. Yeah. I I need to be very clear that is not all that matters. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> keep on, keep on dreaming. Keep on dreaming. Keep on reaching for the dreams. Okay. <laughs> Stop.